Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's the 919 Beer Podcast. Taste the Triangle. Welcome to another edition of the 919 Beer Podcast. I'm Joe Ovius from 999 The Fan, Adam Eshbaugh from 919 Beer. We'll talk with Adam Eckhart of Crank Arm Brewing. They just came up on their one-year anniversary. We'll check in with them, see how things have been going, see what's next for the downtown brewery. But as we always do, we start off with what we have been drinking. Adam, what has been in your fridge? What have you enjoyed? I've been all over the place, as it has just finished up with Raleigh Beer Week. Yes. So I've had a good list going, but um, in the fridge right now that I just, actually, it's not in there anymore because I just finished it up, I had some out-of-town stuff, some Dewclaw Sweet Baby Jesus that a buddy got me that whenever I go back up to Maryland to visit family, I usually grab some of that, too. I don't know if you've had it, but it's a peanut butter chocolate porter. Why is it not here with you? I just told you I drank it all. I'm just saying you could at least save me one. You know how I, I feel. I about, you know how I feel about peanut butter. I understand. Well, um, I, I recommend it. I will. I will get you some next, next time, time you I go up. up to, uh, next time you go up to Maryland, or for next time, sure, I'll be going up to Delaware at the end of the year. So maybe when I'm rolling through, yeah, I they will have, find a spot. I, I think Duclos got a few different spots up there. Okay. Okay, I'll have to find it. Yeah. But who knows if the peanut butter chocolate porter will still be around then? It is. It's year round. All right, good. They've got it going on all the time. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I enjoy it. I was, uh, we, Kelly and I had a, uh, I kind of utilized the birth of a child to have a date night. A friend of ours had a baby in Durham, so we paid the visit. I had the kids with my parents, and I said, hey, we can only visit this baby for so long. Let's go out. Good idea. So we ended up going out to Mateo in Durham. And if people have not been out to uh, Mateo, it's a Spanish tapas place that uses local ingredients. Uh, and it's very, very good. Cannot recommend it enough. And they had, you know, you had your full steam on there, but this is actually the first time I've encountered Pony Source yeah. from Durham. And I had their IPA. I know this is going to come as a surprise to you, Adam, but I actually enjoyed this IPA. <laughs> it wasn't just slamming hops in my face. I'm like, oh, I can actually, in- I can st- sense some other things in this beer. Not bad. Yeah, well, that's hey, good. That's hey, great. That's hey. uh, that's great. I have not had that IPA yet, so I'm going to have to write it on the list and and take a. Take a swig. Although my guess is since I liked it, you might not like it. But that's oh, fine. come on. Taste, we like some of the taste, same beers. Tastes are always We different. like a lot of the same beers. No, I know we do. I know we do. But I actually enjoyed their uh, their IPA when I was out there. But then it was Labor Day, and it was a clean out the fridge kind of a day. How did you clean out the fridge? By throwing away or, or just I, drinking the rest of gonna, it? I'm not going to throw away beer. Okay. I will drink the beer. Making but sure. I, I made like the, uh, I had a hams. I had bohemia. <laughs> you still have had, some of that hams I actually around? polished it off finally. <laughs> well, I have a friend of mine who shares the same affinity for terrible beers like me, and he had not had hams before, so uh, I saved one for dude, him. Dude, you got to come over and try this. Try this now. It's delicious. <laughs> but no, it was, funny. it was funny. I mean, I did that, the Bohemia. Uh, I had a Negro Modelo. There was, I'm trying to think what else was involved at one point. I actually bought my first round of pumpkin beers in the last week. 
from Which, Dogfish. Well, okay, I have not had them yet, dude. Have it's you seen a good the pumpkin beer. Have I you enjoy- been outside? It's been a little warm for the pumpkin. For the I'm sorry for the pumpkin ale. Pumpkin. I always find it funny. Labor Day comes and goes, and that Tuesday it's always ah fall. Yeah. Have you stepped outside? Yeah. It's 95 degrees. You can put your pumpkin spice latte away for now, and I'm not going to buy Halloween candy. I'm good right now. Yeah. It's uh, it's been uns well. It was unseasonably cool yes. the past couple weeks, and then we just got hit over the head with some hot, humid stank. It's not fall. No. It's not fall. It's, I know football has, football's here. It's great, but it's not all, fall All the fall yet. beers are lining the shelves. Yeah. And, well, some have been lining for longer than they needed to, but all of them are starting to line up now, and it, it's a little sad when it's 95 degrees and you can't find a summer fest anywhere. But hey, I, it's still summertime, folks. I'm not. Is. I'm not ready for the winter. We've warmer. got three weeks left. I'm, I'm guessing the winter warmers will be out next week. Well, yeah. I mean, it's Labor Christmas Day. Beers. Let's see. Southern Tier came out with with pumpkin in like the first week of July. So it it's got to be uh, two Xmas season already. <laughs> Does Full Steam have their uh, their uh, what is it the um, the fruitcake beer? Is uh, that out yet? No, they, they Full Steam usually sticks to schedule. But <laughs> speaking of, they just had their uh, anniversary party. It was like their Five year, four year, something like that. And, it's four or five uh, years. Yeah, and and I went up there Saturday, and they put on a really great show. They they had a different special, really small batch release every hour on the hour. So they'd release a new beer, and uh, they'd have some local food like accompany it. Mm-hmm. Not that it was an actual pairing, but they'd have something to go along with it. So they had like uh, the roses, uh, uh, meats. And sweet shop up there in, in Durham. I know the guys from um, Brew Dogs went there while they were making the most caloric beer possible back when they they filmed at Full Steam. But they had like a charcuterie plate out there for one of their saisons they made. They had these other uh, little pies out for the beer that they did with uh, Duke Gardens. They mm-hmm. used yeast from oh, uh, very cool. from I think from one of the flowers there. Um, and uh, they they had that beer, and also my personal favorite was going there and seeing they bought like twelve dozen Monuts donuts. Donuts and beer just happened to be two of my favorite things on earth, besides my children. And my children were gone I, for the weekend. I can see where as the was ranking, my wife. I can see where the rankings are. So it was, and you it didn't even mention your wife. Yeah, well, the wife was gone with the kids. Yeah, but you mentioned beer, donuts, kids. The wife goes without saying. Right. All right. Come on. I'm just bailing you out here. No, it sounds like you're trying to get me deeper in. I would never do such a thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, my wife's up there, too. Unless she's yelling at me, then I run away. But (laughs) they were gone for the weekend. I was at various events, uh, and Full Steam had to be on that list. It was top priority for Saturday. But that's in Durham. It's in Durham. That was not part of Raleigh Beer Week. I did that not have a specific to, event was not. No, I, I did not have a chance to participate in anything Raleigh Beer Week related, unfortunately, because we've hit that time of the year sports wise where it's just not stopped. Right. But um, I know you did. I did. And you had uh, what a big boss. I think you also made it out to trophy this week. Well, let me take you back, Joe. Let's let's go back in time, shall right, we? Well, Beer Week started on Sunday, so there were several events. The first one was a, a, a cask event at Flying Saucer. I didn't make it to that one until after the cask event was over. I went to, but I did go to Raleigh Brewing Company for their uh, their like Raleigh showcase. Mm-hmm. They had all of the Raleigh breweries had something on there. Um, they were they were like barrel aged stuff, barrel aged things too, and that was pretty cool. We ended up going to to uh, the saucer afterward and still 
hung out with a couple of the other brewery reps that were down there on Sunday. But then Monday they had the the casks for a cure event, which was really cool. That was when that warm air really started moving in and Big Boss inside did not circulate as well as one might have liked. Steamy, huh? It was. It was musky in there by the end of the evening. Thankfully, the door was open. There was a fan, and people were making their way outside once the casks started kicking. And but then it, a lot and then of them, they raised hotter. they raised like over six grand. That's for, great. for the local ALS chapter. So that was awesome, and and everybody was really happy about that. And then it got hotter, and you did the Run Club. I did. I went back out to Big Balls twice, and uh, I went to the Run Club. They made me run, and we were out there talking to people about beer Kana and. You know, that's kind of what my life is right now, just telling people about this amazing festival, and they just kind of look at me and say they're really excited, and that's it. It's your life. We're just waiting for the day to actually hit so yes. we can actually enjoy the brewery. And I'll shut up about it. And things are going well for you because it doesn't look like NC State's really going to be uh, much of anything what? when Florida State comes to town. Easy. What? Easy. What? You know, I'm just giving my own my, my hot sports take that helps you out. <laughs> For Beer Kana. The sports corner. There is a uh, there is an upcoming Triangle Beer event that's not related to Beer Kana, which is uh, coming up later in the month of September. It's the My Way Palooza at My Way Tavern in Holly Springs. Cornhole tournament begins at noon. Bands start at 2 o'clock. They raise money for the Amber Lynn. I'm sorry, for Amber Lunn and her family. Amber is two years old and uh, has eye cancer. Uh, $50 per team for the tournament or just come on out and drink some beer and buy some raffle tickets to win VIP beer kind of tickets. That's right. We're going to raffle off a couple sets. And, um, you know, this is one of those things where I like like going to these things because it it just shows people's generosity. Um, That's why I'm involved with St. Baldrick's every year, and we we did our own through 919 beer this year. I like going there because people just start giving away money, and they, they, uh, they know it's going for something that's going to be a positive. Um, yeah, this little girl's two years old, so her family could use a little use a little help there. So we're we're trying to help raise a little bit of extra money, and we'll be out there from probably about well, it starts at noon. We'll be there from noon until I don't know. I pass out and have to take a rickshaw home or something. Very nice, very nice. Speaking of rickshaws, we will talk with uh, Adam Eckhart from. Crank Arm Brewing in just a little bit. A couple of news items to get to. Thrillist, which is one of the many websites that relates to guy stuff like Uncrate and others, decided to come out with their list of the 50, ranking the 50 states in terms of beer. Overall, number one, I know this is going to come as a shock to everybody, Oregon. Shocking. Upset of the year that Oregon was number one. Yeah. Well, you knew it was one of those northwestern yeah, it was gonna territories. Be, it was gonna, well, this is how the list uh, plays out. Oregon, California, Colorado, Michigan, and then Washington. That's your top five, followed by Vermont and Wisconsin. Again, places that you would expect. Coming in at number 15, though, was North Carolina. And this is what they wrote. North Carolina, raise up. Do not spin your beer around like a helicopter. Thank God. Nice Petey Pablo reference. Because it'll explode everywhere. And that would suck, since many of them are quite delicious. Delicious Foothills Jade IPA is fantastically drinkable, which might not be the exact way you describe its superb bourbon barrel-aged sexual chocolate imperial stout, which actually is very good. Uh, Full Steam, Big Boss, Highland, and Mother Earth cover about as much territory as a drinker could hope. And they don't, like, make the beer, but Sam's Quick Shop in Durham is one of the coolest places to buy beer in the country. Don't be fooled just because it looks like a gas station convenience store. 
that's about to get held up. That's that's what the kids affectionately well. call the blue light. <laughs> yeah. Now, they've opened up a new Sam's Quick they Shop have. They have. Uh, that's over by South Point Well, it's Mall. Sam's Bottle Shop. It's the Bottle Shop yes. now. It's, it's Sam's regardless. But uh, the blue light, the blue light's always holding it down. But 15, to me, sounds <laughs> about right. I know some people were kind of like, oh, come on, we got better beer than that. But Well, that's because we're very egocentric here because yes. we take a lot of pride in our in our growing beer culture, and I don't think it's it's out of the question for us to continue to kind of climb that ladder a little bit year by year. I don't think we're going to be number four next year, <laughs> but, you know, maybe 13, 12, something like that. I mean, Ohio's got Great Lakes and a few others, Hoppin' Frog, things like that, but, I mean, really, it's Cleveland and, really, Cincinnati's almost Kentucky, so, I mean, really, it's it's... Just How throwing much? shade already? Well, come on. Cleveland's got LeBron back. <laughs> they got they got Northwest Ohio is on the LeBron. rise. It is. You're right. LeBron. Kevin Love's there. Even Kevin Love put up all that stuff well, to go back maybe to North Carolina will take its talents to 14 instead of 12. <laughs> we'll see how that list, an arbitrary <laughs> list, are arbitrary, but we'll see how they do It's something to talk year. about. It is something to talk about, but it's cool that they're up there in the top 20 and they're actually getting some recognition because sometimes North Carolina's bringing up the rear in well, these types of lists. And, and if you look at it, I mean, I—, I Pennsylvania's number eight. Mm-hmm. Nothing against my Pennsylvania friends, yeah. except if they're from Philly. Then, well, they're from Philly, but come on. I mean, Pennsylvania's such a huge state, and North Carolina's a very large state, too, but we've got a ton of breweries across our state. I don't know I don't know the number of, of breweries that Pennsylvania d- has, but, I mean, when I think Pennsylvania and I think good beer, I think Trogues, I think Victory, mm-hmm. um, Weyerbacher, you know, I think of those. I know Yingling's there. Uh, it's not something that I feel, per, you know, catapults them to eight. But the dogs are so cute. Yeah. It's part of the gimmick. They play cards, too. That is true. Other news, the beer bug is being introduced. This is a Wi-Fi-enabled sensor, monitors the specific gravity, temperature, and alcohol content of your beer, letting you view real-time data on your computer with its web browser, or through a dedicated app that you can get on your probably uh, while you should be working your iPhone or your Android device. It's got a built-in rechargeable battery. Lasts 25 days. Recharges with a standard micro USB connection, and uh, you can do all this fermentation. This is this is going above and beyond in terms of technology for the home brewer. Yeah. It's uh, 250 bucks for one of them. I'll tell you, some of those home brewer setups are just crazy expensive. And 250 bucks for a monitor. Yeah, that's impressive. Now, how does how does it usually happen? If you don't have all these Wi-Fi enabled devices to let you know what the gravity is, what do you have to do? Go with common sense? Well, feel. Uh, there are formulas that you have to to do. You take the original gravity, and then then you take the finishing gravity. It's you know, I I was such a poor home brewer. I decided to give up after about my fourth batch, and I'm a much better drinker. So I, I you know, I'm not even going to pretend to. This is where you and I see eye to eye. Yeah. Now, can you consume a 99? And it's pack? not like it's that much cheaper. No, it's not. It's not mm. much cheaper. Now, could you uh, could you handle a 99 pack of beer? Um, I know what we could do with a 99 pack of beer. I wouldn't drink it all myself, but I know we could we could polish that thing off. This it, went it's viral. A good thing. It did go viral. This went viral. And it was a great the last, commercial. The last podcast. This went viral. It's this company out in Austin, Austin <laughs> Beer Works, a 99 pack limited edition uh, container. 
It was with their Peacemaker Anytime Ale. Sales for $99. In the grand scheme, it's actually a great deal. You get 99 beers at a buck a piece yeah. in this ridiculous container that's seven feet long and it weighs 80 pounds. Yeah, you basically need pallbearers to carry it out of the <laughs> store. It's a big one. But I think I think you know if you have the right party there for the weekend, that's that's a perfect grilling beer because it's a, it's a sessionable pale yeah. ale, and um, you know it's always hot in Texas, so they need those things. Are you ready for Guinness to get into the microbrew market? Yeah, I saw that. I, I, this was I saw actually that. this was actually announced yesterday. Guinness is launching two new beers that, as they put it, want to crack into the craft beer market. Which is funny because Guinness, for the longest time before the the microbrews kind of became the thing here in the states. A place that would serve Guinness the right way was a big deal. I would still argue. I would still argue that places that serve Guinness the right way still get <clears> it done. And a Guinness on a hot day is one of the best beers that you can have. It's such an easily drinkable beer, considering it's you know what yeah. people assume Guinness is. But I guess Guinness just isn't enough anymore. Well, you know, I I I, I agree with you on Guinness. I remember like back in college though. Mm-hmm. When it's like, oh man, I don't know. This is a dark beer. Right. I don't know if I'll be able to take this. It's got so much flavor. It also you... has less calories than a lot of light beers. <clears throat> it does. It's actually it's, one of the healthier beers light to beer. drink. Dry stouts are 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 like that. I mean, people people who drink them consistently like them because they are lighter. I've got some running friends who, when they go on quote diets, mm-hmm. they drink nothing but Guinness. Makes sense. That's that's the beer they drink. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. It's easy to drink. I'm, it's got I'm a lot interested. more going for it than a yeah. uh, than an ultra. I know that. Yes, yes, a whole lot more flavor, and uh, it's you know the craft folks don't really uh, frown upon it like they do say an ultra or something the like. Well, what's interesting here is there's history. There's history with Guinness. There's history with where beer comes from. I'm you know I'm usually the sucker for anything that comes from Germany or a company that says we are using the purity laws of fourteen yeah, whatever. Skibolt. I get. I get a little like my spidey senses tingle when I see stuff like that. So when Guinness is out here saying that they found these these recipes in the brewer's diaries, I am curious. As Mm -hmm. they put it, this is part of the promotional materials. They say that the uh, the Dublin Porter and the West Indies Porter originated from a 1796 entry in the diary. And it tastes sweet and smooth with malt and dark caramel notes while the slightly less dated West Indies Porter hails from 1801 uh, for the first Guinness purposely brewed to maintain its freshness from one end of the world to the other. Are you buying this? Am I physically buying it, or do I believe believe that? Are you buying the story? Yeah, I mean, I think any—you know know why they're doing this. You you know they're doing this to get a little bit more attention, to to pique some interest, and of course it's going to do that. It piqued my interest. You sent that to me the other night, and— I was, I was interested. I will definitely try it if it makes it here. I'd like to try that. Well, we'll give it a shot, and uh, maybe they pour it the right way. It was funny. Uh, went out to the Clouds Brewing opening uh, since the last podcast, and it's in the old what used to be Rira, which then turned into hey, Napa hey, Tandy's. Hey. Uh, and I was I was kind of reminiscing with my wife about man when we when we were able to start drinking. In uh, the late 90s, early part of the century, Raleigh was not what it is today. And I remember when, like, Tiernanog first opened up in Moore Square. That was a big deal. Like, <gasps> Even until a Irish few years pub. ago it was. I mean, I, there's still good places yeah. to go to. And they do. And I remember when Rira opened up the first time, the big selling point was they imported bars from Ireland. And mm. they, like, 
put it all together to kind of recreate what and had four separate, as they put it, historical bars from old places that were being torn down. Those were like, my goodness, this is an amazing, this is culture yeah. in Raleigh. What a concept. And you can't be, I know Hibernian has uh, has rebuilt since uh, their fire and they've got the two story and it's just this, it's this amazing monstrosity on Glenwood, but they do pour Guinness at the right temperature and it does <laughs> taste very, very good on a 95 degree fall day. Yeah. I'll just give them that. 95 degree fall day. Where's Welcome my to Raleigh. Where's my pumpkin spice latte? <laughs> All right, time to welcome in our guest of the podcast, Adam Eckhart of Crank Arm Brewing. You guys just celebrated your one-year anniversary. I'm sure it went as smoothly as you envisioned in that first year. Uh, absolutely. Actually, it went way smoother than I envisioned. I expected, uh, you know, fire and brimstone to come from the, the uh, <laughs> sky and uh, nothing to go right. Actually, we had a great first year. Uh, I actually couldn't imagine it going better uh, you know we had our trials and tribulations mm-hmm. but in the end we made good beer and I think that was the goal so uh, it was a great first year location matters too oh uh, absolutely you know, Adam uh, the the other Adam hi other Adam hey Joe uh, when we've we've had other people in it's Clayton Holly Springs apex it's the one brewery uh, for that that town but when you go downtown location really does matter and that area that you're in the old warehouse district, has seen some changeover, and I think it's been anchored by the pit, and people just keep coming to that area. Yeah, location was always key for us. Uh, this was, you know didn't just happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plan has been for over five years, you know, to be a, a pedestrian, cycling friendly downtown located brewery. You know, people can walk to it and and go from you know place to place, whether it be to a restaurant or the chocolate factory or whatever. We actually call. Uh, the warehouse district. We call it the aroma district because nice. on the right day, if you're standing there, you can smell pig smoking, chocolate roasting, and beer brewing. So uh, it's pretty amazing. Collaboration. You get in the right spot. Oh yeah, we're we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate bacon beer. Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. But uh, yeah, it's good to be downtown now too. I mean, I've been in Raleigh for for a number of years, and when I moved to town, you didn't really go to except for a couple places downtown well fable street wasn't even a street no it, it was wasn't a it was walking mall yep. and you went to a live at after five to drink horrible beer and listen to horrible music um that still can happen over there uh but come over to the warehouse district and they don't have that problem but uh we're gonna take the gloves off soon yeah i know <laughs> i'm only on my first beer let's, let's see what happens after this well take us back a little bit to the the what was first the dream of crank arm and and until now or at least until you open so, uh, 2009, uh, economy crashes, laid off from my job, um, brewing beer insanely, uh, probably brewing a batch every day, if not every other day, house filled with carboys. Um, mother-in-law looks at me and says, you've got a problem <laughs> and you might want to make a business out of it. Cause obviously, um, you know, you're doing this, people like your beer mm-hmm. So just started working on things and just trying to say, okay, well, yeah, that'd be great. It'd be great to do what I love now that I have a, a chance from a fresh start because no one's hiring anybody, and uh, <laughs> this could be going on for a while. <clears throat> started uh, scrounging up a business plan and the ideas of what are we going to do. And so uh, playing music, I was very interested in the downtown area. Um, Fayetteville Street was you know opened up for two years and things were starting to grow. Said you know let's do something downtown. You know, I've been riding my bicycle since I was pretty much I could walk. Uh, let's do it downtown, make it, you know, cycling friendly. So started working on it, 
and then ran into a friend that wanted to start a rickshaw bar. And so those two ideas started to play off each other. The original concept name was horrible. It was called Liquid Loaf. Uh, if look it up, uh, look it up in the Urban Dictionary no. for English, and you'll find out what a liquid not loaf on is. the uh, not on the Capital Broadcasting servers. I don't think I'm going to be doing that. Correct, right? Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, that was the original concept name. But as we were like, we're going to add this rickshaw portion to it. You know, what would be a good name for it? Uh, and then that's when we came up with, you know, what's the different concepts we had you know all these different names and ideas but you know the crank arm is the power lever for a bicycle so mm-hmm. that's sort of where we came up with that started crank arm rickshaw almost four years ago as sort of like a subversive marketing slash bootstrapping effort mm-hmm. um, and started shopping the business plan to different people um, ultimately we didn't get investors we got partners um, we brought our third partner on in 2000. 12, when we also found the uh, white-collar space, the location we're in now, uh, Michael Morris, who was a huge asset to us because it went from me trying to go from a home brewer to professional brewer uh, to basically bringing in a four-time GABF-winning you know, brewer. Uh, made it a lot easier to get going. We didn't – a lot of times when new breweries open up, you know, they've got a learning curve with equipment yeah. and whatnot. Ours was pretty quick because uh, he already knew what he was doing. And the sort of cool thing is, is that I taught Michael how to homebrew, so he taught me how to brew on the big system. There you go. So. Adam Eckhart from Crank Arm Brewing is uh, in studio with us for the 919 Beer Podcast. Now, one, I guess I hate to use the, the term gimmick, but one of the things that you guys do that's different from other breweries downtown is you deliver on bikes, correct? Now, that business sounds great and like, that's a great idea. Everybody doesn't want to, you know, bikes and pedestrian and everybody's moving downtown. Have you seen the the benefits of that of people actually calling them saying hey uh the deliver some growlers to my apartment or to a bar so we're not doing the growler delivery yet because it's sort of a gray area with the law right now okay. so we're not doing that yet that's that hopefully will happen we're just trying to make sure we can get things in line for that okay uh i do see the benefit of we're we're you using occasionally use the rickshaw for delivery downtown mm-hmm. we are finishing the delivery bike very soon i'll see a huge benefit in it in trying to find parking because it's so squashed downtown, you know, you go somewhere, it's got a loading dock, I pull up the, the vehicle, park it, deliver. Right. Uh, businesses that don't have that, I'm lugging a keg blocks, or I'm wheeling it. I, I do a lot of delivery via just the push cart. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So if it's within, like, two or three blocks, I'm pushing the keg down the street. Um, which Because, you know, I'm not going to put it in a car, lift it, yeah. take it out, unload it. Um, you seeing some P90X results though? Oh yeah, absolutely. Getting so, some, uh, so I do some we- definition, right? Oh, absolutely. Right, so my upper body is lifting kegs, and then I've seen them in spandex. Yeah, oh, right, nice. I can make a bike move. <laughs> 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 so yeah, no, yeah, it's definitely, definitely some. Uh, but the advantage, obviously, once we get this new bike, it's going to be a hybrid electric, modified rickshaw. Mm-hmm. You know, parking. Yeah, and people will also see that and the visibility, and it. You know, it's it's. It's part of the brand, and not just the brand, but the lifestyle that we live. Like, I ride my bike at least anywhere from two to seven days a week and drink beer seven days a week. Yes. So, uh, all so those for two hours together. a day. Just, no, for, I, I, just, just one beer. <laughs> one bottomless get, beer. If you don't let it get empty, it's just one beer. There you go. That's what I told my wife when I convinced her to put the kegerator in. Mm-hmm. So, w- let's talk about beer a little bit. Um, you know, you guys started off with... A certain amount of beers. I know you you have your staples, and then you've you've had a bunch of seasonals kind of come and go, or or one offs, or whatever you want to call them. 
what can you tell us about those? So we have three core beers: our uh, rickshaw rye IPA. We use uh, you know a nice traditional Southern ingredient. Use that rye, give a little spiciness uh, to the to the rye. We have a wit. Oh, well, we don't call it a wit anymore. Actually, it's the white wall wheat. It's a hoppy wheat with Belgian yeast why, using citra hops. Why did you? Why? Why is it not a wit? So anymore? okay, so technically it's a white IPA. Uh, I called it a wit because. The word white IPA scares people away. Well, then also the word wit makes people think there's spices in it, and we didn't mm-hmm. use spices. It's a traditional wit recipe, low ABV, uh, using um, you know Belgian wit yeast, um, low in alcohol. I mean, it's everything that a that a wit should be. We just don't spice it. Well, people were expecting to have something that had coriander or mm. orange peel or something of that nature, gotcha. so we changed it to white wall wheat, and now it, it just it. Loaded Less with citra. Yeah, and then with citra, and then people are like, what kind of citrus is citra? I'm like, it's a hop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, all right, so and the next beer uh, that is in our full-time category is our unicycle. It's a single hop pale ale. We rotate the hop every time. Same base beer. So those are always on. And now we're starting to, now that we've had a year, we have our seasonals and our rotators on, right? So... You know, folks sort of get sad sometimes when they see their favorite rotator disappear, but then there's usually another one that comes up right behind it. Um, you know, when I go somewhere and I want to drink something, I go in and I say, hey, what you got that's new or special or different? Right. And so, you know. That's out of people's vi- comfort zone, though. Correct. So, well, for me, you know, I'm very selfish. I put my entire life savings in five years into doing this. I want to drink, make the beer that I want to drink. Yeah. And so- you know, we want to keep it fresh and different, and so yeah, we we have usually six seasonals or six rotators on in the tap room. Um, right now, you know, we we have the Holy Spokes, uh, formerly the artist formerly known as Holy Mole. Yeah, Holy Mole. So we named a beer when we first got started, and well, it turns out that founders and alchemists had named that used that same name. Oh, and so we were entering this into the Great American Beer Festival, and we didn't want to have any ah, issue, okay. and so we just sort of said. Oops, sorry. Change and it stays, name. Spokes stays with the whole yeah, bike thing. Well, yeah, it's the whole bike thing. Yeah. Holy Spokes Mole Porter. So, sort of. So, you get it all in there. Right. It's still there. Um, you know, this has been a crowd favorite. When this goes off, people send me hate mail. Um, for real. <laughs> I mean, you usually back it up with Motivator after that, don't well, you? I so, mean, those two usually. So, yeah. So, this, this you know, we're trying to make use seasonal ingredients, and peppers are ready in the fall. Yep. You know, we just made a beet saison. We got uh, beets in from a- uh, Why aren't you making a pumpkin? Everybody makes a pumpkin. Because pumpkins aren't ready yet. But how Thank is you. that possible? I just bought dogfish head pumpkin beer last week. Correct. How is it possible that pumpkin's not ready yet? Maybe they're not using fresh pumpkins. Mm. I, I would- Or I, any pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily dogfish. Right. I'm, I'm, Southern tier. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> bad about any other brewery. All I can say is that- Hey, this is a 919 podcast. Right. Like so, it or leave it. Right. So for us, we use fresh ingredients in our beer, um, and I want to use actual pumpkin in there. We will use canned pumpkin to add spicing to it. Sure. Because that the spice is already perfect. Yeah. But I want real pumpkin in there. But the funny thing is people will say, well, I don't taste the pumpkin in this. And it's like, well, there's actually 50 pounds of pumpkin, but do you know what pumpkin tastes like? Or do you know what allspice tastes like and cinnamon and those things? So- uh so we do seasonal things. So yeah, beets are ready now. Pumpkins are coming up. We'll make our pumpkin porter, our pump tra- pump track pumpkin porter. But I'm really excited about this beet saison because it's a dual collaboration. 
We went to Taza Kitchen and roasted in their fire, their wood-fired gr- uh, oven. You guys just did that Monday, right? Yeah, Monday. We we uh, roasted those those uh, beets and then uh, skinned them and then added them to the mash. And then once all the fermentation's done, and the base beer for this is our Breakaway, our Saison. Any away is our Saison. So this can be called Beat Away. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> no at comment. the end of fermentation, we're going to go to Happy and Hail and juice more uh, beets and add them to it. So we're expecting a very um, red, pink beer. Um, also, another seasonal we're doing that I'm pretty excited about, but not really, but I am, uh, is a gluten-free beer. Okay. I don't believe in gluten-free unless you're celiac, and then I, I'm making this beer for you. I do know uh, two people who suffer yeah. with that. Uh, not not a lifestyle choice. I know that right. a lot of people make the lifestyle choice. Different. There are other people who actually deal with this, right. and uh, she's a big beer drinker, and, and it makes her sad that she can't have beer because of the whole so, gluten thing. So Freewheel is our first gluten. It's 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 hard. We can't say it's certified gluten-free okay. because you have to have the certification thing, and because our equipment has had gluten products on it, and our yeast has touched gluten. Yeah. So- it's about as it's probably ninety five percent gluten free, oh, right? So now that's the one you're doing with some farm boy ingredients, correct? Right? So Dan came in on Monday, uh, Tuesday, and uh, helped Mikey brew. Cool. Uh, we used uh, Milo, which is his sorghum. So yep, Dan from Farm Boy came in, and uh, we did that first collaboration. Uh, it was supposed to be a hoppy beer, and then we tasted it, and there's a hint of like rab- raspberries going on from it. So we're gonna make it actually like a gluten-free raspberry beer um so uh five percent abv about um so there you go guys everyone that's asked for it come drink it because it's probably the last one because it it stuck 10 times michael was so miserable uh so there's a lot of labor of love in there is Um, that due to the sorghum or yes it is it is wow it's not glutinous but it's very sticky Gotcha. Um, it was really sticky. Yeah, it was t- for a mash to stick ten times, uh, it was a twelve-hour brew day for a single Yikes. batch. Oh wow! Yeah, Tw- <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about it? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm, sure you had, I'm sure you had other things that you Just wanted to do rip that the day. Band-aid yeah. Off. Okay. Yeah. 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 So fair enough. So yeah. Adam Eckhart from Crank Arm Brewing is our guest today on the Nine One Nine Beer Podcast. Um, I'm I'm actually fascinated with the business of brewing more so than the actual brewing process, and it seems in the last couple of years, and especially when Adam came to me to talk about the podcast to uh, start up this 919 thing, I was kind of curious about the saturation of breweries. Now, there's the breweries, and then there's the bottle shops. You know, mm-hmm. you find your favorite local bottle shop, and then you know you don't have to go too far to find these types of beers. But breweries, I've always kind of had the sense that there's only so much differentiation, I guess, uh, that goes around in terms of IPAs, ingredients, collaborations. Is downtown Raleigh there yet for uh, for this type of you know brewery saturation? Yes, you- no one else opened a brewery up downtown. You would appreciate that, wouldn't you? You heard yeah. it here first. Yeah, yeah don't, don't open up a downtown. I mean, you know, there's always room for more good beer mm-hmm. or excellent beer. If you're not going to do that, I would discourage you from doing it. Because what's going to happen is as more breweries open – the bar is going to get set higher and higher. People are going to get, you know, the, right now the locavore thing is is going crazy. So you're going to end up with your neighborhood brewery like it used to be, mm-hmm. right? So we have, you know, the largest number of breweries in the United States 
pretty much ever, I might say, possibly. We have more than we did um, pre-prohibition. Mm-hmm. You know, we're at 3,200 plus. And yeah, they just, be... they just they just topped the 3,000 mark. Correct. So, you know, with more population, that's that's definitely sustainable. But, you know, just opening your doors and 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 having someone that adds, you know, water to malt and hops and yeast doesn't make you a brewery, right? So you got to have good beer and distinctive beer, because um, everyone can always go, you know, the hops arms race, right? You can throw more hops into anything, which I'm kind of over, but that's right. just my own well, personal it's fine. taste. And I oh, love hops. Boy. I'm just saying. No, but no, you know, and that's fine. You can do those things. Yeah. But there are all these other styles and all these other right. niches that you can sort of meet. Um, you know, bring everybody on and see what happens. I mean, uh, you you think though eventually you will hit a saturation bubble, but then you look at somewhere like Portland where <laughs> oh, the spirit of the nineties alive. Yeah, so. but there's fifty breweries in that was that city alone. Mm-hmm. There's only Sixty, seventeen, sixteen, seventeen breweries in Wake County. Yeah, and our populace just hit a million. Yeah, but aren't a lot of those like your neighborhood brew pubs? Like they have food too. That's kind of like the place that everybody just ends up going to. But in the same thread there, because you and I have had conversations about this before, you want your place to be a neighborhood brew pub. You want people to bring their dogs and bring their their food and come hang out. It's and, very much based on the, a German beer hall. Right. I mean, if you come in, you see outside, first thing you see, a 12-foot-long picnic table. Yeah. Not a bunch of little tables <laughs> or anything. It's to make people that don't know each other to sit together and to make a, a sense of community. You know, we have our bike rides for community. It's not, it doesn't, you know, we could have probably got more people in in other ways, but the whole idea is, yes, we want to be that, quote-unquote, third place, not for coffee, but for beer, you know? Um, Even though some of your beer does have coffee in it, yeah, absolutely that's perfectly okay. Yeah. But I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of the <clears throat> curiosities that I've always had about you know German culture versus coming back over here. It's if you don't have food, people tend to freak out, like they don't understand the concept of it. Some people get it. I mean, I certainly get it. Or if you do have food selection, it's a very limited amount of food. You sure. go out to a beer garden out in Berlin or out in Munich, you're getting pretzels, maybe some worst, and that's about it. Yeah, uh, and people are okay with it because they're just there hanging out. Um, I guess it's just a matter of training consumers to understand that this is okay. Well, so f- so the best thing is is that to to use the German word, they can have a smorgasbord of their <laughs> you know food. They can order in whatever they want, bring their own food in. Yeah. You can bring in your cheese and charcuterie and whatever else you want to do, um, or order from one of our neighbors. You know, uh, it also from the business standpoint, when you have your neighbors who you're selling beer to, well. Why would they want to carry your beer if you serve food too, right? So right. You, you've got to sort of give that concession, not be open all the day, all the time. So there's a windows that folks can go to their to their places and get your beer and enjoy their food and not be seen as a threat. Um, so and also, you know, I love to cook and everything, but I don't want to run a kitchen. You know, food spoils. Beer does, but takes longer. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not an expert in that, and all that extra equipment for a for a kitchen, I can put into more you know brewing equipment. So now, before we we, uh, we run out of time, Adam Eckhart from Crank Arm Brewing is uh, joining us today on the Nine One Nine Beer Podcast. We have to ask you about Walter White, mm-hmm. who works <laughs> uh, in your uh, in your brewery. I mean, I haven't seen the ending of the show uh-huh. yet. I'm still catching up. Me too. 
So I'm glad to see that Walter made it out. He made yeah. it, baby. He made he it did. out. Spoiler alert. And uh, he's found a, a nice, you know, little job holding it down, yeah. and he's not uh, in a trailer selling meth. Yeah, he's so actually good. he's actually brewing beer right now. Great. Uh, we mashed in together this morning. Awesome. Michael, Michael is at a mashed in or meth den. Uh, mashed. In. Okay. No <laughs> career change. We, we methed up, then we mashed in. <laughs> can that be said on the air? Yeah. Well, this is this well, is a not podcast. Real air. You can say you can say whatever you want as a podcast. But all joking aside, I think. He's been working there since you opened up, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And Phil, uh, he volunteered uh, during the construction phase and started. A, you know, he has previous brewing experience, and uh, and this happens at the height of the show too. Right. So, like, is he is he over being called Heisenberg? I'm sure. I mean, right. you know, he's got a good sense of humor. About yeah, it. it's like people coming up to me and pulling on my beard and saying Duck Dynasty. I mean, oh, you, you have you have a certain amount of. Uh, uh, you know, I've never seen that show ever, and I don't care to. Uh, it's just one of those things. Like, you just roll with it; it's fine. You know, if people are Have being friendly about it. Have you seen Dark Horse Nation? No. <laughs> how many uh, in a given night? How many? How many people come up to him and want a picture? Because uh, you got to Instagram. It's a, it's you got to Instagram. A couple, oh, it's a couple folks. Okay. Or people just give him a high five, or just scream Heisenberg at him out of the corner of their mouth, and he's right. just like, and he just keeps doing his thing. Good guy. Good yeah, guy. Yeah. Well, turning it back toward you a little bit. Um, you know, what I know you and I have talked other beer before, but but what do you keep in your fridge? What do you like drinking when you're not on the clock at uh so nothing place. stays in my fridge. <laughs> I don't have a beer cellar. It gets it's it's hand to mouth. Yeah. Uh, well, that so, sounds about right. So So when you walk down the street to Tasty, what right. are you drinking? All right, so I've always, uh, I'm a huge sour fan, so if there's something new and sour and delicious, I'm drinking that. I do like hoppy beers. I do like seasonally appropriate beers. You know, uh, <clears throat> it's coming up on the fall. I might I might drink a pumpkin beer soon when real pumpkins are ready. I got mine back in July when yeah. they were ripe. Yeah. That, 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 oh, that's, that sweet pumpkin syrup. It's amazing. <laughs> So, well, back to your sour idea. Are you guys going to be doing any kind of souring? Funny you should ask, Adam. Monday I'm going to uh, a North Carolina winery to pick up four Chardonnay barrels to start our sour program. Uh, I think we're going to do a very light uh, Belgian golden ale um, and then inoculate the four different barrels with four different sours, uh, or excuse me, strains of bacteria and see what happens nice and then i'll start doing some blending and some mixing and matching and you'll probably need walter white's help for that one right yeah the mad scientist time yeah yeah no this is where i get to use my palate which i love to do get in the rv and bring uh bring back those barrels should be fine (laughs) adam eckhart from crank arm brewing all right before we let you go uh what should listeners fans of the brewery be looking for immediately outside of those sours ah okay so um well, as the Holy Spokes just came out, the Beat Saison is about a month away. That Sorghum Freewheel is coming out very soon. Uh, Pumpkin Porter is coming up as well. Um, we just released uh, re-released the Unicycle with Mosaic. So if nice. you had that before, it was a crowd favorite. It's the beer we're sending to GABF for the Unicycle. So if you liked that Mosaic, it's back. We've done 25 iterations of the Unicycle, and so oh. it was a favorite. So. And where can your beer be found other than the brewery? All over the place in downtown Raleigh. Um, <clears throat> Brewmasters. Correct. Uh, the Pit. Uh, Poorhouse Music Hall. Tyler's. 
uh, Napper Tandy's Tyler Bottle Shop. Um, nice. So you have a good a good collection Woody's, there. Uh, Buku. Wow. Oak City Meatball. We have about thirty accounts. Very cool. Taza Kitchen. Etc. Etc. <laughs> Adam Eckhart from Crank Arm Brewing. Uh, thanks for dropping by, and uh, you know we're recording this uh, right when Hopscotch opens up. So enjoy Hopscotch. Oh, I will. Out there, I'm hey, sure. If you're I'm out sure. there and, there's a, and you see me, I'll buy you a beer if it's a Crank Arm beer and you're there. How's that sound, guys? It Give him to. a big hug. He'll buy you a beer. I'll give you. A don't high five pull or a hug. on his beard. Yeah, say, don't pull on the beard. You have to ask first. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for man. having us. Once again, big thanks to Adam Eckhart from Crank Arm Brewing here on the 919 Beer Podcast. Uh, before we get out of here, though, Adam, there's a, a 919 Taste of Triangle event coming up. Absolutely. Wednesday night on the 10th, we're going to be at Farm Boy Farms, who we talked a little bit about with Adam. Um, we're going to be taking a tour of the malt house and the hop yard. So bring $10, bring a couple friends. We're going to drink some local beers that have been brewed with ingredients from Farm Boy. Uh, and we're going to be picking some hops straight off the vine and popping them in our beers, too. So get there between 6 and 6.30. The tours begin around 6.30. Like I said, it's 10 bucks. Come have fun. Come learn a little bit. Maybe you make a new friend. Very cool. I need new friends. We all do. Yeah. That's what got, happens when you get old with kids. You've got to work at that time, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Sad I trombone. Know. One of these days, I'll just take a day off and enjoy this sort of thing. All right, man. We will uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, between now and then, uh, we'll just get closer to Biracana. Uh, also, Hopscotch Music Festival will have been wrapped up, and I'm sure there will be some uh, good drinking stories that Absolutely. emerge from some of those shows that happened over the weekend. Until then, uh, enjoy your brew, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Cheers. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.